What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Thanks for joining us for another New Vision podcast. My name is Abby Wilson, and I serve as the Director of Guest Services. We are continuing on in our walk through the book of Acts, and I'm going to be picking up today in verse 11 of Acts chapter 3. But before we read today's scripture, I just want to remind you quickly of what we covered yesterday, just so you have some context for today, because today's scripture is kind of a continuation from what we read about yesterday. So if you were with us yesterday, you heard Pastor Joseph, or as we affectionately call him around here, Dr. Joe. Um, He read the first 10 verses of Acts chapter 3, which was Peter and John going to the temple to pray. Um, They encountered a lame man or a man unable to walk. And Peter says in verse 6 of Acts chapter 3, I have no silver and gold, but what I do have I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And the man does. So this section that we went over yesterday was just about this miraculous healing that was done in the name of Jesus. Okay, so we're going to dive into today's scripture. This is the remainder of Acts chapter 3, which is verses 11 through 26. And I'm going to be reading today from the English Standard Version. So here we go. While he, meaning the man who is healed, clung to Peter and John, all the people, utterly astounded, ran together to them in the portico called Solomon's. And when Peter saw it, he addressed the people, Men of Israel, why do you wonder at this? Or why do you stare at us as though by our own power or piety we have made him walk? The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, the God of our fathers, glorified his servant Jesus, whom you delivered over and denied in the presence of Pilate when he had decided to release him. But you denied the holy and righteous one and asked for a murderer to be granted to you, and you killed the author of life, whom God raised from the dead. To this we are witnesses, and his name, by faith in his name, has made this man strong, whom you see and know, and the faith that is through Jesus has given the man this perfect health in the presence of you all. And now, brothers, I know that you acted in ignorance, as did also your rulers, but what God foretold by the mouth of all the prophets, that his Christ would suffer, he thus fulfilled. Repent, therefore, and turn back, that your sins may be blotted out, that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord, and that he may send the Christ appointed to you, Jesus, whom heaven must receive until the time for restoring all the things about which God spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets long ago. Moses said, The Lord God will raise up for you a prophet like me from your brothers. You shall listen to him and whatever he tells you, and it shall be that every soul who does not listen to that prophet shall be destroyed from the people. And all the prophets who have spoken from Samuel and those who came after him also proclaim these days. You are the sons of the prophets and of the covenant that God made with your fathers, saying to Abraham, and in your offspring shall all the families of the earth be blessed. 
God, having raised up his servant, sent him to you first to bless you by turning every one of you from your wickedness. So this completes chapter three of the book of Acts. Y'all, there are some powerful words in here. First of all, um, I just want to say I have so much respect for Peter for giving God the glory in the work of this miracle. You know, these were some of the first things that the, the, that the disciples were, were doing um, post-ascension. You know, Jesus was crucified, resurrected, and then ascended into heaven 40 days later. And so here they are. They are now walking out what they have been taught. And I am not going to speak for you. I'm only going to speak for myself and say that in today's culture, in our self-serving society, I just wonder if I would be as quick in reminding others who is really at work. I think that for me, while sometimes outwardly I might be saying, look at what the Lord has done, internally I am seeking praise for myself. You know, it it can make us feel good to be recognized. And I'm not saying that that's always a bad thing, but what if our heart motivation isn't honest in that? Are we Am I giving God the glory outwardly, but internally, am I just trying to boost my own ego? Again, I'm not saying that this is you, but but me, I'll take that on, that I have to be really careful to check my heart and to internally be as grateful to God as I say I am externally. Because you know what? He knows our hearts. And if I'm not praising Him with my whole self, then I'm not being true. Okay, sorry, I just went off a little bit on a tangent there. That just really stuck out to me how quick Peter was to to just give the glory to God and, and how that's an example of the posture that we need to have in our lives as well. So let's think back through what we just read. In this scripture, obviously we see Peter, you know, kind of telling the people there's no need to be, you know, why are you astounded at this? Like, why are you amazed at this? Just like everything else that happened in Jesus' life, we knew that this was going to happen. This is just confirming, again, this is just another work confirming the goodness and the greatness and the holiness and the might of our God, that we serve an awesome God. And so he reminds them of their history. You know, they would have studied these books. They would have known what the prophets had proclaimed. They they would have known what God had promised to Abraham. And, and Peter even reminds them, you are these children. You are these descendants that were promised to Abraham. And then Peter is confirming to them that through Jesus's coming to earth, living a sinless life, dying a sacrificial death death that they condoned, and then being raised to life. This was a fulfillment of the prophecies that they had that they know and that they had learned about. You know, as I was reading through this, I tried to put myself in the shoes of the spectators, of of the people that were there watching this miracle. They would have likely also been some of the same people that um, saw Jesus's life. They saw some of the miracles that he did. They were also the people that were in the crowd yelling, crucify him. And so if I was there, if I was in that crowd that called for Jesus to be crucified, if I was part of those who learned that he was alive again after three days, if I was standing here seeing this miracle of a lame man made to walk after a lifetime of disability 
how would I feel? And I think that I would maybe feel a little bit ashamed. You know, Peter does make a point to remind them, like I said, that they played a part in the death of Jesus, but then he also reminds them that this was to fulfill scripture. This was to fulfill the prophecy that that God had given, that this was how this was going to play out, and nothing is surprising surprising to God. And because of this perfect sacrifice and the grace of God, a way has been made for us to enter into heaven for eternity and that is good news today. If you don't take anything else away from this, know that that is good news, that a way has been made through the life, the death, the resurrection of Jesus Christ, that you and I can spend eternity with God in heaven. You know, I'd encourage you to go back and read chapter three of Acts for yourself, kind of all together. There are powerful promises in these verses. There's there's hope and restoration and life spoken out. So to end our time today, I just want to pray with you. So let's pray together. Dear Father, thank you, thank you, thank you for the sacrifice of your son. We recognize that that you are holy and we are sinful. And from the beginning of time on this earth, you have been making provisions for us, your people. You have given us grace and you show us mercy. And I pray that just as by faith and through the powerful name of Jesus so many years ago, a lame man was made to walk, you would also strengthen us in our walk with you, that we would keep a steady course with our eyes fixed ahead, fixed on Jesus. I ask these things in your precious son's name. Amen. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.